What's going on, everybody? It's your guy, Chad in California. This is the Route 69 podcast, your lady's favorite highway. I'm lucky enough to be joined with my good pal, my, my brother, Huck in Missouri. What's going on, pal? Oh, man, good to be here, man. Uh, I'm excited about this, pal. You know, I love you. And uh, let me say how, uh, you know, how flattered I am that you want to do something like this with me. I mean, there's a lot of swinging dicks out there on Twitter. We all know that love talk sports and just the fact that you like to do something like this with me, man, I tell you what means a lot. And I uh, hope we can, uh, hope we can, you know, get this shit going. I, I got a good, I got a good feeling about it. Really do. Thank uh, you. Oh yeah, of course, man. I, I couldn't think of anyone I want to do this with besides you. I mean, shit, man. I mean, everyone kind of knows the backstory for, I mean, everybody at this point on Twitter, you know, uh, Mad Dog Sports Radio kind of brings everyone together. You go from there, you build relationships, uh, you talk shit to some people, you have a good time with some people, but you know, you build bonds, man, and, and me and you hit it off, and uh, we got to, you know, lucky enough to hang out a couple times and have a couple beers, and you're good people, man. I consider you family, so I'm excited about this. I think this is this is something we're going to enjoy. This is something that people are going to enjoy. I mean, they love to hear people shoot the shit, and it's uh, kind of an uncensored way of kind of just talking some shit, you know, just two regular guys. Right on. Yeah, I agree, man, and let me just say, you know, I... I'm uh, I'm not exactly politically correct a lot of the time, so you guys out there listening, I just that's just the way I talk, you know. I don't mean any harm, and uh, you know if I, uh, you know, like I said, I'm I'm not always politically correct, but uh, hell, you know, that's just, just who I am, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get some listeners and we'll satisfy some people. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll say it for you, man. You either like it or you can fuck off. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to get screwed or anything. But hey, if you want to screw me, yeah, I've at it, man. I got about, I don't know, about four hundred bucks in the bank. But uh, if you're welcome to it, if you want to try to come get it, <laughs> hey, man, that's that's all it's about. So yeah, I, I think this is a good time to kind of start this. Uh, you can argue maybe we're a week or two late, but I mean, I think we're coming off what a lot of people are saying is probably the best you know, football weekend ever. I mean, playoffs, regular season, whatever you want to say. It it was crazy. I mean, all four games end at the end of, you know, walk-offs. And you don't see that a lot. Um, I think you got to start with Kansas City and Buffalo. That game was a hell of a game. I think there's two quarterbacks that we're going to be seeing for a long time. I see a lot of people making the Peyton and Brady comparisons with the Colts and the Patriots. I think that's spot on. I think, uh, you know, me being a Broncos fan, it's kind of shitty to have Mahomes in my division, and, and then looking at a guy, Josh Allen, that we passed on in the draft, and now, you know, I got a feeling we're going to be seeing the, the Chiefs and the Bills, you know, going at it to, to get to the Super Bowl for the next, you know, five, ten years. Oh, man, I tell you, the game's I'm orgasmic, man. <laughs> all <laughs> I tell you, that, uh, you know, if you're a sports fan, I mean, your dick's got to be hard all weekend long. I mean, it was just, it was that good. And I was texting with you a little bit last night, and I was texting with a couple other buddies about the game, you know, and that game last night just had a feeling. Whoever had the ball last was going to win. I mean, you know, you just had that feeling. And, you know, um, I thought that uh, Kansas City scored too quick on that uh, touchdown with Hill. And I'm thinking, man, they left Josh Allen too much time. And, uh, you know, I, I, I thought, though, with 13 seconds, I, I thought that was ball game. I really did. I don't think there's – there ain't four or five guys in America, if they're being honest, really thought that uh, – you know, Mahomes with, with 13 seconds was going to get that team in field goal range. But looking back on it now, man, I mean, nobody's really all that shocked. I mean, this Mahomes, he's he's a uh, he's just a hell of a player. I mean, he, the weapons he's got, and you know, Buffalo shit to bed. I, I, I'm sorry, but you know, it, listen, we all it, we all second guess this shit. I mean, we can all go back after the plays over with and say, oh, they should have done this, should have done that. But 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people seem to think Swib kicking it there was, would be the thing to do, but who the hell knows? I mean, you know, they kicked the damn field goal with three seconds left. So, I mean, even if they squib it and they burn off a couple of seconds, uh, Mahomes still probably pulls the some bitch off. So, I uh, mean, what can you do there in that spot? But Allen played great. Um, man, he was so damn good. I hated to see him lose. I really did. But, uh, hey, somebody's got to lose, you know. But uh, he'll be back. Buffalo's going to be a, a hell of a team for a long time without him. Yeah, I mean, it, it was fucking unreal. And, it, and if you really look at it from a gambling perspective, that's what a lot of people, I mean, you know, there's only four, six, eight teams left. you got to kind of bet on a little bit to stay engaged. And, and i let you know kind of where I was. You know, I had Kansas City minus two and a half. And then I had Kelsey on the over. And both of them, I mean, I was drawn dead. I, I was pissed off. I was in a bad mood. I was getting ready to tell my old lady, you know, if I fucked up and lost us, you know, a good chunk of change. And uh, <laughs> luckily for Mahomes, who, you know, I should hate. But, you know, last night I, I was a Chiefs fan for the, for those 13 seconds, and, and I needed it. And, and like you said, I mean, you know, there's only a couple people in America, and they're probably full of shit that, that said that they thought they'd come down in 13 seconds. I mean, I, I don't mind <laughs> kicking it. I mean, you got to go still the length of the field in 13 seconds. I mean, and I showed you that stat where it, it was quicker than Dak on a on a fucking quarterback, you know, draw. That <laughs> know that yeah. that's just unbelievable. So I, I'm not gonna sit here and play Monday morning quarterback and pretend like I know or I'm a smarter guy than than the coach. I mean, at the end of the day, they had 13 seconds to play defense. Mahomes got off a couple of passes. The Chiefs, you know, they like that kind of pressure pack situation. I think Josh Allen, you feel for the kid. I mean, the, the Chiefs defense, they fucking suck. And the Bills defense, I know they're high in the ratings and, and they come across on paper, but there's a lot of holes in that Bills defense too. I think the Chiefs kind of exposed that. So, I mean, both teams, they're they're all about their offense. And like you said, I mean, it was last team to get the ball was going to be the team to win that game. So that leads me to this. What's your what's your thought on the, on the overtime rules? Because a lot of people are pissed off. I think it's a little bit of Chiefs hate. It was like that a couple years ago with the Patriots when the Patriots got the ball first and everyone was feeling bad for the for the Chiefs and and now it's the other way around because now we're sick and tired you know Chiefs fatigue so you got a problem with the overtime or you like it the way it is? No, I don't know, man. I, I you know I'm kind of a, you know live and let live you know let things be but ain't broke don't fix it. I mean this don't happen a whole hell of a lot. I mean I can only go back and think that Chiefs Patriot game three years ago and then the, the Super Bowl. Uh, the New England Atlanta Super Bowl. I mean, that's the only couple of times I can ever remember it being a, a factor. It don't happen all the time, but you know, I think for entertainment purposes, you know, I think everybody wants to see Allen get the ball there, and I'm not against it. But uh, I think eventually, man, you're going to have to call the game eventually. I mean, you know, Buffalo had 60 minutes to win that game in regulation. You know, they 13 seconds. I mean, it's kind of one of them deals. You know, if you you know, does Buffalo deserve another chance? I mean, you know, they, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm good with it either way. I could see both sides of it. But if if a good if Roger Goodell called me up and said, Huck, what do you want me to do? I'd probably just leave it alone. I'd probably. Yeah, I agree. I, I think a lot of people, you know, it's easy to just say, well, you know, I wanted to see Allen come down and see if he can get a touchdown. But, shit, if you do that, the way those defenses were playing at the end of the game, we'd have been there all night. It would have been 95 yeah. to, to, to 89. You know, I mean, the score would have just kept going. I think you point out, you know, if you don't want to, you know, lose that, that coin toss in overtime, you don't want to lose the game on a so-called coin toss, then play defense. And, I mean, we just, we just you know, talked about it. 13 seconds. That's all you had to do. You had to play defense for 13 seconds. And even that Falcons-Patriots one, I mean, shit, you were up 28-3. to I don't want to fucking hear a word no, about no, overtime. No, you were up. No, you, no. you spotted them 25 points. You got to win that damn game in, in, in regulation. I don't want to hear about the, the coin toss when you were down by, the, you know, when you had a lead like that and gave up the ass. So, 
I think, you know, even the Patriots Chiefs, you know, the offsides kind of got him in that, you know, a couple years ago when D4 didn't know where the hell he was. But overall, I, I think it's fine. You know, we've talked about it, speaking of overtime, I mean, that goofy-ass college overtime, that's the one that really gets me. I don't know why yeah, they messed with that, that one. Uh, that, that, I don't understand why they fucked around and touched. I mean, college overtime was what everyone used to, you know, want for the pros, but then college, you know, got tired and said, well, we're just going to fuck it up and start going for two. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't even realize they did that, and I seen that game. I didn't either. I, didn't either. I think we talked about it. It was that one game where it was just like a weird-ass score, and it was like two, 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 <laughs> and I said, what, what the, the hell? Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> I agree. I, I, I think you got to cap it, you know, sooner or later. I mean, and, you know, the Buffalo was gassed. I mean, I went back and um, and watched the, the overtime again. I mean, that was some sorry-ass defense. I mean, four plays. Four plays. I mean, and Kansas City just went right down the field and scored. That some bitch could have lasted all fucking night long. I mean, that, neither one of them teams was playing any defense, and they were gassed on top of it. So, I don't know. I think you got to cap it. You know, I thought maybe – just to eliminate the coin toss being a factor as far as, you know, term. I think that's what a lot of people are having trouble with is the fact that a coin flip determined the winner of the game. I think that's what people are having issues with it. And I say just give the home team uh, the ball first in overtime. I mean, if you think about it, that rewards home field advantage. It gives teams more motivation to maybe win an extra, you know, regular season game or two, the one that, you know, you're going to get the ball in overtime being the home team. I think they should just do that, and I think that would eliminate the coin being a factor, and uh, I think that would satisfy a lot of people too. But you know how it is, Chad. I mean, yeah, fuck, you can't satisfy everybody. I mean, somebody's going to bitch about something, hell, me included. So I don't know. I mean, you just can't make everybody happy. No, I, I get that point exactly. Everyone's, especially these days, everyone's bitching and complaining about something. But my thing is, I don't hate that idea, rewarding the home team. You know, you get the ball first, you earned it, you played your ass off all season. I would not mind going to the college, the old school college. And then if in that scenario, I'd give the away team the ball first. I wouldn't start them so close because we're in the NFL. I'd start them back at the 25. They'd still have to go, the, you know, 75 yards. But I'd give the away team the ball first, let them see what they can do, and then give the home team a possession to see if they can match it. Or, I, and it's a fun one, but uh, play the full overtime. If it's still tied, pull out the old Pat McAfee one that he loves and have the kickers go out there and have a fucking kickoff. And, and you know, you start at 35 yards and back it up to 40 to 45 until a kicker misses. I mean, shit. It sounds silly, but that'd be some fucking entertainment watching these kickers after a full overtime period. And you got Mahomes and Allen on the sideline clutching their ass cheeks while their kickers are trying to win the game for them. Yeah, you know, that's not a bad idea. But, you know, these sissy people out there, you know, if they played that whole thing out and say with two minutes left in overtime and they played the whole 15 minutes, player, you know, uh, gets a concussion or blows his knee out or something, some damn pussy will complain and say, oh, they're making them play too long. Oh, that's not fair. It's player safety, blah, blah, blah. And the NFL gets sued for $50 million, and, and that's got shit show written all over it probably. So I don't know if that'd work or not, but uh, I, I don't know. I, you know, it's just one of them fluky things, man. I, I don't really know. But listen, I, let, get off this topic real quick, and I got to give you due, man. And I should have let the show off with this, man. My hats off to you, Stafford. I mean, you've been a big Stafford fan as long as I've known you. You've always supported the guy, and uh, I've always trashed some bitch. I really have. I, I just, uh, I, I don't. I never. I never doubted his ability. I mean, some bitches can throw the ball. He, he can do anything he wants on the field. That's just, I always thought he was missing something between the ears, and he proved me wrong. I mean, absolutely shut me the hell up. Uh, I tell you, he he, he was impressive. Uh, 
he was impressive against Arizona, but I mean that Arizona was, uh, you know, uh, they were so bad. They they were horrible. So I didn't want to go too crazy, but uh, Stafford showed me something yesterday. Especially what really impressed me was when Tampa scored that touchdown to tie the game up. You know, a lot of quarterbacks in that situation would have folded like a cheap tent. And he didn't do that. And you can remember the play. I mean, the first play was a shit show, man. I mean, he, he he's tried to, you know, make something out of nothing, nearly fumbled the football. And after that play, man, he threw those two passes to Cup, and that showed me something. So my hat's off to you. I did wrong on Stafford. And even if Stafford, even if they lose a close game to San Francisco next week, I, I, I ain't going to kill the guy. I mean, he showed me enough um, – yesterday that i'm gonna i'm gonna lay low on stafford for a while i mean he he played a hell of a game so uh uh i dead wrong on him oh yeah and and i've been like you said screaming from the rooftops and this goes back to detroit um obviously i have no ties to the lions i'm not a lions fan but i just love that the, the type of quarterback that he is and it, it, you know grew up growing up with elway you know he's the gunslinger type i'm not putting him in the same category by any means but just kind of that strong arm kind of you know I don't give a damn if there's two guys on my receiver. I'm still going to try to, you know, thread the needle and put it in there. And, you know, it gets them in trouble a lot of the time. And that's why I was a big Cutler fan as well. But I think Stafford, I think Cutler and Stafford, the difference there was Cutler was a little more of kind of, uh, he just didn't really want to be in the limelight. I, I don't think he liked the spotlight. I don't think, he, I think he kind of was over the media and the whole thing. And, and he kind of would, you know, disappear in the big spot. I think Stafford is just, you know, he just goes with the flow and he's not really out there, on, you know, bitching and complaining about anything. You never really heard him complain about what he had in Detroit. He kind of just, you know, came to work and, and clocked in and everyone said, well, he had Calvin Johnson. How can you, you know, be bad when you have Calvin? Well, his numbers got better when Calvin left because I think he was kind of victim of, you know, locking on to Calvin. And, and once Calvin left, he started spreading it around, getting the other guys involved. And then he comes to L.A., and I was screaming for Denver to make that move when when I heard last you know last winter when he was on the trade block and it it, it kind of materialized pretty quickly and McVay he jumped right on it and went and got him. Uh, I said, well, this team's going to be a problem. And he started out the season; he was an MVP candidate. He had Woods, and I don't think a lot of people understand how good Robert Woods is. And once he got hurt, it kind of fell apart. They brought Odell in, and, and we didn't really know what Odell was going to be. You know, he's been kind of fucked up in Cleveland and not getting the ball. He had some good catches yesterday, though. Odell's oh, fucked up yesterday. He oh, really did. He, he makes some good catches. I think him and Stafford, they're only getting better. I mean, they've only been together a few weeks now. You know, they didn't have an offseason, so they kind of had to hit the ground running. So when you got Cup, obviously that makes things, you know, a lot helpful. I think Higby's an underrated tight end. But yesterday... It's easy to be good at quarterback when you're up 27 to 3 and your defense is flying and Von Miller's fucking Tom Brady up like he usually does and, and you know the guys are playing well but then when you turn around and, and it's a tie game and you got Tom Brady on the other sidelines like you said 90% of the quarterbacks are going to shit their pants and that first play I said oh fuck man uh, they're going <laughs> to kill my guy I mean we're going to hear it from from every coast I mean you know ESPN you know Mad Dog Radio Whatever station you, you prefer, you put it on, they're going to crush Matt Stafford. They're going to call him a choke artist. They're going to say that Jared Goff could have done this. And Stafford, man, he pulled his dick out and put it on the table and said, I'm here to stay. And, and you got to love that from a quarterback. And that's that gunslinger mentality that I go back to. And, and he didn't give a fuck about the score. And he didn't get timid. And it wasn't his fault that you know the, the Bucks came back. There were some bad fumbles. My guy Cam Akers from Florida State had a couple bad fumbles. Cup had a fumble. And they still went out there and punched Tampa right back in the mouth. And I didn't expect it. I thought the game was over. I thought Tampa was going. I really did. I, I thought that was done deal. I thought, I thought that, uh, I thought that you know uh, they either go three and out or 
take a knee or and then go to overtime and you know Brady would get the damn toss you know and, and they'd go right down the field and score a touchdown. I thought it was a done deal. I really did. But uh, the out Stafford man, he he played well. I tell you another guy, Chad man, that really impressed me uh, was Burrow. I mean, I tell you what, and it wasn't so much you know he didn't throw 450 yards and five touchdowns like he's been doing. But the fact that kid got sacked nine fucking times, got up every time, he, he he didn't lose his cool, he wasn't yelling at his offensive lineman, he wasn't on the sidelines throwing his $500 tablet on the ground, he wasn't doing none of that. He was just, he, he was focused on what he needed to do, he got his ass up on every play, and that throw he made right there at the end of the game was just, I tell you, he really impressed the shit out of me. I mean, I knew the kid was good, don't get me wrong. But the fact that he got hit like that and didn't lose his cool and kept his composure and didn't, you know, wasn't raising hell and throwing a fit on the sideline showed me something. That kid's got a bright future. I mean, a bright future. Now, I don't know. You know, that's the thing with the AFC, you know. I mean, the AFC's loaded with quarterbacks. You know, Burrow may not end up with one one Super Bowl. And and it ain't because he ain't a great player. It's just because of the damn competition the AFC with Mahomes and Herbert, I think, is going to be a stud. Uh, Allen, I, I don't think Lamar Jackson's done. I mean, the AFC is going to be so hard that if you somehow, you know, if you can make it to a Super Bowl and get through that gauntlet, that's kind of like the NFC was back in the 80s with the Giants, Redskins, 49ers, the Bears. I mean, it was so hard. It was so, it was just so difficult to get out of that damn conference into a Super Bowl. So, but Burrow, man, he, that kid's got a bright future. I'm really impressed with him. Yeah, and you got to give credit to Cincinnati for kind of listening to their quarterback. I, yesterday kind of reminded me of Andrew Luck early in Indy. I mean, the line just isn't there for him, and he's taking a beating. So you got to hope that within these next couple of years, they shore that up, or you know, we might be talking about Burrow banged up the next couple of years and having a short career. And, and no one as a football fan wants to see that. But Joe Burrow told him, look, there's a good offensive lineman from Oregon out there, but I want my guy. I know him. I, I, I played with him in college. We got Higgins, you know, we got Boyd, we got a solid tight end in a running game. You go get me this Jamar Chase, and I'm telling you right now, our offense is going to be unstoppable. And they listened to their quarterback, they brought him in, and, and you see it. Yeah, he's getting hit right now, that's something they can address. They'll shore that up in the offseason, they'll get a couple more defenders out there. That's why I've been saying, this is house money, and the more that they win, it's, this, they're free rolling now. I mean, you know, there's nothing to lose now. If you lose, you hang your head up high because you're two, three years early. And, and this team, I mean, they don't give a fuck. And, and like you said with Burrow, he got hit a couple times against the Raiders. And, and again, you know, this last week against the Titans, he's been hit on a couple times where they blew the whistle on false starts, illegal motions, and the defense still tees off on him, and, and they don't get a flag for it. And he's getting right back up like, all right, motherfuckers, you know, keep hitting me. The more you hit me, the more I'm going to light your ass up. So I love the kid. I'm with you. I think he has the moxie. I think he has the swagger to play the position. Uh you see Baker try to do that a lot with, with the swag. I think Baker has the off-the-field swag, but on the field, I think he's still a little lost. But Burrow, he comes from a championship setting. You know, he won in college. I think that helps a lot. And like you said, I mean, the quarterbacks are stacked. We still don't know what Wilson and Rodgers are going to do. They can possibly move to the AFC. Deshaun Watson still is a question mark, obviously, whether he comes back to Houston or, or goes somewhere else in the AFC. I mean, I forgot about him. Yeah, it, I, it's a gauntlet. No, it really is, you know, and, and Burrow, man, I just like his attitude. You know, you see him after the game smoking a big cigar, got him a flashy shirt on, got the shades going. He's just like, yeah, my dick's bigger than yours, man. I mean, we're here to stay. You know, they're asking, you know, they're commenting, hey, are you surprised you're here? And he's basically saying, fuck no, we're a good team. You know, just, you know we're, we're here, man. So I like that. I, I think the kid's got a lot of potential. And, 
you know, that was a place, you know, that a lot of people have made fun of for years, Cincinnati, you know, that's where, you know, players go to die, shit like that. And, uh, uh, you know, now Dalton, to be fair, Andy Dalton, is, you know, he, he was successful there. He didn't win the playoffs, but, you know, they went to the playoffs four or five times with Andy Dalton, and they went to the playoffs a couple of times with Carson Palmer. So it wasn't like Cincinnati was Detroit or something. I mean, they had a, you know, kind of a, a history of winning in the last 10, 15 years, but this borough puts them on a whole nother level. I mean, this is a Super Bowl contending team, I think. Maybe maybe not this year, but I think next year and going forward, I mean, this team's definitely going to be in the Super Bowl talk, and I don't think you could have said that with Dalton or, or, or Palmer uh, being the quarterback here years ago. Exactly, and I think, like I said, you get one or two offense alignment. They don't got to be, you know, top tier, top of the market, but just some guys that can get in there. They'll play the whole season and, and – willing to get dirty for their quarterback and then maybe one or two more guys on defense because their defense they're kind of an opportunistic defense they like they, they give up a lot of plays but they do seem to make the play and got a couple of ball hawks out there so it evens out you know the Raiders that was a good game I, I wasn't sold on the Raiders and then the Titans I mean you got to say they do have an easier path obviously avoiding Kansas City and Buffalo until the championship game I wasn't sold on Tennessee I, you can't win a championship with Ryan Tannehill and Henry didn't look healthy so but, hey, you don't knock Cincinnati for their schedule. You, you, you congratulate them for, for playing who's on their schedule and beating them. But I just feel cheated, man. I wish we could have had Herbert and the Chargers. And, and once again, mm. I'm, a, I'm a Broncos fan. I, I'm saying this. He's such a good fucking player. That last game of the year, I mean, that, that kind of led us oh. into the playoffs. That was, that was madness. And, and we had to fucking watch Big Ben sit on his ass for a whole game when we could have seen Herbert out there slinging that thing. It, it could have been a whole different story. But it is what it is. We're here now and. uh Speaking of greats, I mean, I was I was shocked. You 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 weren't as much. You held off. We talked about it, and, and you said you weren't going to bet the game. That you just had a funny feeling. I was as confident as ever. I mean, I would have told you you put a pistol to my head if Green Bay lost and pulled the trigger, and, and I'd be a dead man, Huck. I I thought I thought oh, Green Bay was going to win by double digits. I thought Rodgers was going to take care of business. I thought he was going to tell Shanahan and the Niners, "Fuck you. This isn't you know this isn't no curse. This isn't you know a hometown curse." I, you guys don't have my playbook. I, I got your number now, and I'm going to the Super Bowl, and I'm going to win MVP. And they fucking got their ass whooped. I mean, to only score 10 points and just get embarrassed after basically the first drive, it's rough out there. Yeah, well, I I, I don't know what to say on right. It's a shock. You know, I was watching the Get Up show. I kind of like that show on ESPN when we've got uh, uh, what's this uh, fat guy from Jets, uh, Ryan, you know, and Ryan Clark. I like him, but that crazy son bitch, you know, that won it. Yeah, that uh, Orlowski, you know, hey, God damn. I say he acts like he drank four cups of coffee and took six lines of crank. I mean, that son bitch has got more damn enthusiasm than I saw. But he was on there today, and he, he showed about seven or eight plays from the game where Rodgers just missed guys wide open. I mean, it's like his head wasn't even in the game. I mean, he was he, – it's like he, he missed guys that that he hits all the time in the regular season. And I, I don't know. Maybe the motherfucker's hooked up in the mafia or something. I don't know. Maybe I have no <laughs> idea. I can't explain it. I mean, this guy is such a great talent. But for whatever reason, when the playoffs, he just he folds like a cheap suit. And I, I can't figure it out because I don't think it's pressure. I mean, the guy's been in the league for 15, 16 years. I mean, I, I just I can't explain it. I, I don't know. But for whatever reason, the guy just he just he don't have that. Whatever it is, and I, it's a damn shame. And, you know, listen, it's playoff football. We're going to watch. They're going to get $50 million watching it. But I, I got to ask you something, man. Do you think 
Now, now I think I know what you're going to say on this, but do you think maybe that the, the NFC Championship game lost a little bit of juice not having Rodgers and Brady, or not maybe not both of them, but at least having one of them? I think it maybe did. I, I Maybe not a whole lot, but maybe just a little bit of juice. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, obviously, we're talking about the two best for the last, what, 15, 20 years. Uh, I think the one thing that saves it is the the storyline that L.A. is in L.A. Yeah. with a chance to stay at home for the Super Bowl. Um, but what hurt, I mean, you can say it helps because it's a division rival. So there's that, you know, that animosity there, that, that kind of, you know, fuck you attitude between the two teams. But the thing that kills it a little bit is it hasn't been much of a rivalry. I mean, San Francisco's pretty much owned them. Kyle Shanahan is such a great coach. I mean, he's done such a good job with what he has. I would say that team is always injured. Bosa can't stay healthy. I mean, they got running back after running back. It, it, it reminds me of his daddy when he was coaching in Denver. I mean, whether it was, you know, the great Terrell Davis and then Orlandis Gary and Tatum Bell and, and Mike Anderson. And I mean, the list goes on and you're like, who the hell are these guys? And and he, I mean, Elijah Mitchell, come on, man. No one knows who the fuck Elijah Mitchell yeah. is. And, you know, they threw Trey Sermon in there. They have, you know, Jeff Wilson. I mean, it was Raheem Mostert last year who went for, all, you know, the big game against the Packers. It, It's just, you, you just credit the coach at that point. And that pisses me off because we had a chance to hire him and he's the son of Mike. And I'm thinking, oh, no better place for him than Denver. And sure enough, we went the other direction and it's paid off for San Francisco. I think Lynch and Shanahan have done a good job. And, and to kind of touch back on Rodgers, I mean, wouldn't it be funny if he was like, I mean, I, I'm not saying this is what happened, but it was just a big fuck you to the organization. Like, I got you this far. Now, fuck you. I'm out of here, and we ain't winning this shit. I'm leaving. Because he, I, a lot of people hate him. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I used to hate Aaron Rodgers. I used to hate the discount double-check shit. It, it's probably a lot to do with the with the way he views certain things, but I, I've grown to love the guy. I think I I respect his attitude. I respect that he doesn't bend over and and take you know let Goodell just stick it up in him. I, I think he kind of just says, you know what, I'm gonna be me, and if you don't like it, then I'll fucking leave this league and I, I'll go host Jeopardy or I'll go chill on the beach. I got a hot wife or, or fiance, and I got a cool you know check in the bank account so i don't need to be here but you know you're not going to force me to do this or that with my body and you know the media can suck it and and the rest of you guys can suck it as well so i, I kind of like that demeanor from rogers you know a lot of the, the politically correct people you know the sheep they they oh i hate rogers he's an asshole he thinks he's better than the league no yeah I, he just controls what he does and doesn't put in his body tom brady does the same thing tom brady doesn't eat strawberries and he sleeps at a certain degree and he has all that goofy shit but we idolize brady but when Rodgers does it, he's a fucking conspiracy theorist or he's an asshole or this or that. But I respect the guy for that. Uh, does he get a little carried away, maybe especially in the situation, you know, right before the big game, talking shit about the president? Maybe. But once again, I mean, you got to respect the man for voicing his opinion in an era where a lot of people tuck their dicks between their legs and, and, and become, you know, feminine. No, I agree. I, listen, I, I've listened to some radio show. I'm not going to mention anybody's name, but I've, I've listened to a couple of guys on the radio this morning seen some of the stuff on TV, and you can tell they're happy as a pig in shit that Rodgers got beat, and you, and you know why. I mean, you, you know why. And Listen, you know, uh, the, the part that bugged me about all the, the hate that was flung at Aaron Rodgers was everybody was so offended that he lied. I mean, who the fuck cares? I mean, you know, the same people that are bitching and complaining about Aaron Rodgers lying, you goddamn well, very well know that half of them are probably cheating on their old ladies, cheating on their taxes, lying to their family. And they're probably telling more damn lies than you can count. And, and, but they're going to sit up here and say, oh, well, Aaron Rodgers, well, he lied to people, put people's lives at risk. I don't know. 
Uh, His teammates wasn't too concerned about the COVID, and the coaching staff wasn't too concerned about it. So, you know, as long as his teammates were all on board with it, why the why the hell should anybody else care? I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I, I I got no problem with Aaron Rodgers the person, but uh, I don't. know. It's just disappointing. I mean, he 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 just for whatever reason I can't explain it, but he just comes up small in the big moments, and uh, I don't think he. I don't think he wants to. I, I think he wants to win every Super Bowl. I just think for whatever reason, he just – he don't get it done. And, and I don't know. But uh, only he knows, I guess. But uh, I, that, that's about all Rodgers I can think of. But, you know, we'll see. I, I think he's out of Green Bay. I really do. I, I just get that feeling that uh, he may he may venture off somewhere else or retire. Yeah. It might be the end of him there. That's uh, – so, you know, before the game, I was thinking, so how – how bad does this have to go for Rodgers to say, you know, either one of two things. One, I'm pissed off. Let's come back and get him next year. But with the organization, the way things are there, that's that's a small chance. Or two, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. I gave you guys my all. I've been here for, you know, all these years. I've done nothing but win for you guys. You guys don't listen to me. I mean, like I said earlier, Joe Burrow's been there for a cup of coffee, and they drafted exactly who he wanted. They will not pick a fucking receiver in the first two rounds to save their life. They will pick a backup quarterback for the MVP, who is still five, six years left in his career, before they pick him a receiver or even a running back. They got lucky with Aaron Jones because he came out of nowhere and really took off. But if you look at it, I mean, they could have had Dalvin Cook. They could have drafted a few wide receivers, including Justin Jefferson. I mean, can you imagine Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson with Rodgers? And so I think he's at the point where he said, you know what? And, and he even said it. We're $47 million over the cap. Devontae's a free agent. I'm not going to stick around while we fucking rebuild. Now you guys want to figure it out. You got your young quarterback. I'm out of here. So as a Broncos fan, I mean, hell, you know, you look at Vegas right now. We're the odds-on favorite. We'll see what happens with our coaching staff, see who we hire. I'm hoping we get the guy from Green Bay. I don't know if that plays a part. Maybe he doesn't like him. I, I'm not too sure. But all I know is I, I'm with you. I think it's either a different city or retirement at this point for Rodgers. I don't think there's no saving grace out there in Green Bay the way things have gone. I think this was the, you know what, I'll give you one last chance at a Super Bowl out of respect. After that, you know, we're parting ways. It was that divorce where, you know, it's that pity fuck. You know, we'll, we'll fuck one more time and then we're <laughs> separating, baby. <laughs> well, that pity fuck's all right, but boy, <laughs> Leave one in the gaff, man. It can ruin your fucking life, I tell you. But, uh, no, um, as far as Rodgers, you know, I, I kind of disagree with you on the, on one thing. You know, they, they did – they were the number one seed the last three years, you know, and had home field advantage. The team was pretty damn good. I mean, he should have won that game against San Francisco. He really should have. Both I mean, of them. The Both favorite. of them. A couple years they back, he should have won that one too. If they would be the favorite next week at home against uh, L.A., and they'd be the favorite in the Super Bowl. I really believe it. If Kansas City, if it was Kansas City and, and, and Green Bay, I think they'd be a three and a half point favorite in the Super Bowl. So Rodgers has got a lot of talent, but you're you're not wrong. I mean, they could have done they could have done better by him over the years. I think, and and I I thought for a long time that that you know Rodgers might be one of these guys that once the season's over with, he's out the door. You don't hear from him again until you know a week before training camp. He was out doing his own thing. But I don't think that's necessarily true. I, I really, I think it's possible that he he had been wanting to be a part of you know uh, the draft process and free agency and stuff. And uh, you know maybe they just figured, listen, we're the Green Bay Packers. You're just a player. Uh, we've never we've never done this with our players in the past. We didn't let Bart uh, uh, Bart Starr. We didn't let him pick players. We didn't let Brett Favre do it. We didn't let Reggie White do it. And we ain't letting you do it. So. 
I, who knows? But, uh, you know, it's a disappointment. There's no doubt. I mean, and, and, and I know you're old enough to remember Brett Favre. Oh, yeah. I mean, Brett Favre, you know, 95, 96, 97, he won those three MVPs. He was his, he was the best player in the league. And for those guys to only end up winning two Super Bowls and three NFC championships over that amount of time, that is a disappointment. I don't give a shit what anybody says. You've got, you've got arguably the, you know, Rodgers is a top, you know, seven, eight quarterback of all time. And far, despite his many fuck ups and big spots, I mean, the guy was an interception written all over him. But Favre is still, in my opinion, a top, you know, 12, 15 guy of all time. To only have two Super Bowls, that is a, that's disappointment. There's no, no, no debate in it, in my opinion. Yeah. And you brought up ratings earlier. And I, I'm going to take you a step further, you know, past this weekend. Going into the playoffs, basically, I, I think 99% of America, I'd say 100% of the casual football fans, you, you basically would want a result. Goodell wanted this. You can either have Mahomes or Allen, you know, it doesn't matter. Flip the coin, and you can have Brady or Rodgers. But you're going to get one of those NFC goats against one of these young guns in the AFC. And now it's going to be, I mean, hopefully if you're Goodell, at least Stafford can give you a little bit of something. I mean, if you're going to get Jimmy G and, and, you know, and Mahomes, we've already seen this movie, and, and I think it ends the same way. No, I they mean, don't want that. No, they, they, don't want, they don't want to rematch in two years. Oh, they I don't. Thought. You know, they, they wanted Brady and Rodgers on this weekend. They wanted that. I mean, can you imagine Allen and, and, and obviously, you know, or Mahomes versus Burrow. Ideally, they would have wanted Allen versus Mahomes to go to the Super Bowl and Brady versus Rodgers to go to the Super Bowl. That's that's a perfect world. It didn't end up like that. But now, I mean, the Rams kind of put a dent in that and, and the Bengals are going to put a dent in that. So, you know, I think on the AFC side, you can spin it either way, obviously, with the Chiefs. We're starting to get that Chiefs fatigue, that Patriot fatigue that we used to have. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see Burrow in there on the big stage. I mean, I can only imagine him on radio, you know, press week and, and Super Bowl press <laughs> conferences. I mean, just smoking a stogie. And, you know, he got lung cancer by the end of the week. <laughs> he'd be smoking them cigars about one every five minutes. Hell, he'd be killed over dead. His lungs, he'd probably collapse. His lungs would probably <laughs> shot. Yeah, well, shit, he's going to be in California, actually, so he's going to have to be smoking to do that fucking mask out here. But, uh, <laughs> you know, on the other side, I, I, I just think – I guess we'll get into a Super Bowl predictions. Who you think is going to win this week? We probably won't do another one until after this weekend's games. I I think I think the Rams. I think they have to win. I mean, you lost seven in a row to to the Niners. You're playing at home. If you win, you stay at home. You went and got Von Miller, who I just can't stress enough is such a big time football player in the postseason. I mean, he's so good at what he does and. You went and got Odell, who he's been quiet. He hasn't made a fuss. He hasn't caused any problems. Jalen Ramsey, he likes to talk, and, and that's part of his game. But Odell, he's been a model teammate from what I've seen. I mean, you know, Antonio Brown blew up. Maybe Odell blows up. But as of now, it seems like Odell's focused on winning. I think him and Stafford are kind of married to each other as far as they both never won anything before. So they're kind of like, well, fuck, let's do it together. I think Odell trusts Stafford and basically has seen what he's done with big-time receivers like Calvin. So he's like, man... This guy can get me the ball. I'm going to play good boy. And then on the other side, I want to pick the Bengals so bad because I hate the Chiefs. And I'm, their defense is fucking terrible. And if Honey Badger doesn't play, I think Burrow's going to light it up. I think we're going to be in for another game like this weekend where it's just going to be in the 40s, both sides. I just think Mahomes is too much. And it's going to be Mahomes versus the Rams in L.A. Mahomes, second year in a row, going to an opposing team stadium to try to beat the home team in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's hard to argue, you know. 
the, the, the rain game, you know, you can go two or three different ways with it. You can go the approach, well, the Rams are due, you know, the, 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 they're due to beat them, you know, and you can go the other way and say Shanahan owns McVeigh. So you can go either way with that. I just think Stafford's on a run. I do. I, I think he's playing at a, a level that he's never played at. He's got confidence just, you know, running out his dick. I, I just see him carrying it over. I really do. I and I like Jimmy G. You know, listen, he, he stinks the some bitch up for three quarters. But for whatever reason, the motherfucker gets it done. I mean, he didn't do shit in that game on Saturday night. But when they needed, when he needed to make those couple, two or three throws to get him in field goal range, he did it. And I, he really did. But I just think Stafford's on a roll. And uh, I, I would be very surprised. I don't know what the spread is on it. I even looked. Uh, I would probably lean towards the Rams. Um, you know, I would on that one. And as far as the other game, listen, I I don't know. I mean, you know, they played you know, four weeks ago, five weeks ago. That some bitch was a shootout. You know, burrowed through 450 yards and five touchdowns. I don't think that if Cincinnati won the game, it wouldn't shock me. It really would. I'd probably be a little surprised. I'll go Kansas City. The spread on that this morning was seven points. I got to tell you, just first glance, that's too many points. I, I might take Cincinnati in the points, but Mahomes, ah, fuck, man. I mean, the guy's just too fucking good. I mean, I, I if Cincinnati, I'll, I'll say this. If Cincinnati wins the game, they better win that motherfucker at the gun. They better win it at the gun because if you give Mahomes the damn ball, then it's, he proved it. He proved it yesterday. You, you can't give him any time. So if Cincinnati wants to win, they better win the some bitch at, at the very end. Yeah, I, I agree on that. I think it's going to be another shootout. And I'll leave you with this, and, and it pertains to the Rams. I mean, it came out today that it's, it's fucking embarrassing, man, down here in Southern California. I mean, that, and people ask me all the time, well, you know, why don't you like any teams from L.A. or Southern California? That's where you're from. Man, fuck all these teams. The fans are, they're, they're about as dumb as it gets. Half of them are game banging, and they got the colors on because it goes with their gang. They don't know shit. I've been to Dodger games. And motherfuckers couldn't say a player but said Puig. I mean, they don't know what the fuck's going on on the field. They just like that hat. And, and it goes to show when, when L.A. has to come out in the game before the Super Bowl and say, if you don't live in Southern California, you are not allowed to buy a ticket through the website because we do not want Niners fans to do what they did a couple weeks ago and come into our stadium. I mean, can you imagine that if, if Arrowhead was like, you know, you got to live in the greater Kansas City area. It, it doesn't fucking matter where you live because these Chiefs fans are loyal they come ready. I mean, it can be week one. It can be the preseason. It can be the playoffs. They're fucking diehards all across the country. And then in Southern California, you got these fucking idiots, the ones who think they're diehard. They can't even afford a fucking ticket. And they don't show out. And the ones who could afford a ticket, they don't give a fuck. They're on Venice Beach smoking a blunt or they're, you know, driving around they're Hollywood. Speakers. Yeah, they got... They, they're driving around in a thousand dollar car with five thousand dollars worth of audio equipment in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then time. these rich people driving around in their electric cars, they're not going to SoFi. They're going to fucking Maestro's or whatever, you know, Ruth Chris, and they're having a. Yeah, they, they don't care about the sports. They don't. They, unless it's Staples Center and they can be front row to get on TV because, you know, Kobe and Shaq are famous. So they want to, you know, Leonardo and Nicholas and the rest of them want to sit there and, and get their picture taken. But they don't. There's not a sports fan in here. You know, that's why you, there's so many fans. I can tell you Packers, Broncos, Steelers, Patriots, Cowboys. I mean, there's so many fans in Southern California when you go to these bars. So it, it's unfortunate when you're the Rams that, 
you're 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 staring down a stadium that you know is supposed to be your home and that you know the chargers i get it because they're from san diego so technically you know it's only an hour two hour drive but i can understand if it was the chargers but you're the la rams you've been here before this is raider country it's it's been raider country it's going it to continue to be raider country my thunder. You stole my thunder you know i was going to say i've been coming to california for 19 years and i've been all over that damn state from Sacramento to the Mexican border. I mean, I've been all over it. And you're absolutely 100% spot on with the, with the sports fans. And, and I, I, can, I, I, I can name you a thousand times where I go into a place, a business of some kind, and I'll see a dude wearing a Raiders hat or a 49er hat. I mean, they got some 49er fans up in the, in the, northern, uh, in the northern Valley, up around uh, Sacramento and, and, and Stockton. A lot of 49er fans in that area. But – I'll just say, hey, man, what about the game? You know, how, how you, how's car? How you think he's looking? And they look at you like, what the – they don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about. No, <laughs> like they're wearing $300 worth of gear, man. They got their hat. They got their hoodie. They got, you know, they got a ring on with a you know, Raider ring. I mean, they got no fucking idea what you're talking about. But if that's a Raider state. I'm sorry. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I've been all over that motherfucker. That's a Raider state. I mean, I see more people sporting Raider gear. Now, they may not have no fucking clue about who the coach is or the quarterback or nothing like that, but they're Raider fans. So, no, that's a fact. And I've heard Mad Dog, you know, I love Mad Dog, but, you know, he's always, oh, they didn't, they didn't draw nobody in the Coliseum when they were in L.A. and all. Listen, I don't give a shit. You know, just because they didn't go to the game don't necessarily mean they didn't got a shitload of fans. Yeah, he doesn't so, have a pulse on it. I mean, you know, yeah, it's not fair to him. He's a he's an older guy in the in, in the rich suburbs of Connecticut. He doesn't have a pulse on the inner city of L.A. I mean, it's Raiders. Well, it's Lakers number one. It's a Kobe Town. It's Lakers. Then it's the Raiders and the Dodgers. I mean, besides that, I mean, unless you're our guy Mike in the OC switches it up a little bit, you know, with the Angels and Rams, it's Raiders, Lakers, Dodgers. Plain and simple. That's all it is. That's all it's ever going to be. I mean, you got the culture, you got the music videos, the hip hop, Ice Cube, you know, that it's it's just what it is. It's what it's going to continue to be. But uh hell, man, I think we've talked our ear off enough. I, I think this was fun, man. I think I'm excited for the rest of it. Right. I, I tell you, I don't know what you're expecting on this deal. I, I just like shooting shit with you. It gets a chance to talk. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're expecting. I'm hoping we can get, you know, I've got, I don't know, I've got five or six hundred followers on twitter that i talk, you know that know me and you know i'm hoping we can get you know i don't i don't know what the number is but i i just hope people like this and uh like i said you know i i kind of talk you know the way i am i'm not politically correct but uh you know if you don't like it you know whatever but i hope this thing takes off a little bit and we can keep doing this and and maybe we can get some guests you know i got a lot of people that's uh, that's dm me on twitter or texting me and you know, wished us luck and, you know, said, hey, you know, you ever want a guest or something, I'd love to shoot the shit. So hopefully maybe we can work in some some of our friends and uh, and, and make a go of it. You know, I mean, I don't uh, – I'm not a big NBA guy, but, you know, shit, I'll watch the NBA. I mean, if it, if it gives us something to talk about, you know, I'm all, I'll watch it. I'll keep up with it. And I, I love the college basketball. I mean, I've I watched that uh, – uh, uh, shit – Fuck uh, my brain, man. I tell you what, man. My memory is as long as a <laughs> midget. Foot. I tell you, I, I can't. The the fucking basketball game before the football game. Kentucky, Kentucky, Auburn. I watched that game the other day, and I got to tell you, hearing Rathreed on the call and, and Brad Nessler, I mean, it kind of got me. You know, it's like, man, it's college basketball. So I, I could do the March Madness with you. 
I can watch the NBA if I need to. So we, we got plenty to talk about. We talk about pussy, you know, we talk about cold beer. I mean, we got plenty to talk about. So I feel good about it. And like I said earlier, man, I, I really appreciate you wanting to do this with me. And, uh, you know, I love you. All right. Love you too, buddy. We'll get back to you.